Welcome to the Lance Wallnow Show. I'm so glad you're here with me at this wonderful time of year. It's a, a time when I believe God is doing something very new and very fresh in so many different lives. And he's doing something fresh in your life too. Mercedes, welcome to the show today. Happy to be here, Lance. Okay. Per usual. Now, uh, let's go to, get your Bible, go to John chapter six. I wanna ask you something. Are you ready to pass your test this year? Are you ready to pass your test? Well, what test is that, Brother Lance? Jesus is gonna test you. This verse really blows my mind. Verse five, Jesus lifts up his eyes, chapter six of the Gospel of John, seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where are we gonna buy bread that these people can eat? Where are we gonna buy bread that these people can eat? Verse six, but this he said to test him. He knew what he was gonna do. So the rabbi knows, Father's already shown him, you're gonna multiply food right here. He probably even knows where, it, where it's located. But he wants to start to train his disciples to get in the habit of being supernatural resource people to meet a need. I mean, it's almost the same thing. If you're going to lay hands on a sick person, you don't have, you know, what it takes to get them healed, but what flows through you will heal them. So Jesus is training them in another way. It's not just your hands laying hands on the sick, it's gonna work. Your hands are gonna multiply resources. He said this to test him because he knew what he was gonna do. And Philip answered him. I love how Jesus was individually testing and, and developing those that were given to him. Philip says, uh, 200 denarii worth of bread is insufficient for them and, and every one of them, that every one of them can even have a little. Then one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, you know, there's a, there's a kid over here who has five loaves and two small fish, but, uh, you know, what can that possibly do among so many? What can that do among so many? I think it's Revelation chapter 4, the Bible says to the church of Philadelphia, behold, I sit before you an open door. And the church of Philadelphia is going, man, we're barely holding on here, Lord. And he goes, I know you have a little strength. Once you know something, the Lord might put something big in front of you this year, and you go, well, I only have a little bit of money. I only have a little bit of time. I only have a little bit of strength. You give God the little you've got, and God will multiply it and put it back into your hands. That's the word for you. And how do you know he's not testing you right now to see whether you measure the will of God by what you've got versus what he's telling you to do? What is he telling you to do? And you make use of what you have. In other words, you make use of what you have and then God increases. The last broadcast we talked about, he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And the mistake people make sometimes is they eat the seed they're supposed to sow where their harvest was. So, well, what's this gonna do? Jesus says, all right, take the little, take the little bit, the little bit of faith you've got. Take the little bit of money you got. Take the little bit of energy you got. Give it to me. Watch what I do with it. So, Jesus says, make the people sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down. The number was 4,000. Well, if it's 4,000 men, I imagine there was women and there was children. How do I know that? A child was giving him lunch. 
And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. I'll stop right there. Enter into the miracle. Jesus takes the loaf. Here's, boop, half of the loaf. Peter, it, the loaf multiplied back in his hand. He's got to divide it 12 ways. Boom, half goes over here, Philip, it comes back again. Boom, right on down to the last part. Boom, the last half and last half. Jesus has no loaf. It's all in the disciples' hands. It multiplied in his hands. What's going to happen when they get it? It's multiplying in their hand. When did it multiply? When they released it. They had it. Now here's, watch what they're doing. Okay, break this off. And they look down, whoop, it's back again. Break off the fish, boom, give it away. The fish is back over and over. And is Jesus really doing this to feed the hungry crowd? Yeah, but what's he really doing? Training his disciples. They'll never forget this. And to make sure they don't forget it, he's going to give them the back-breaking responsibility of vacuuming the lawn. He's not going to leave anything in waste. They're going to have to pick up all the fragments. So when they were filled, he said to the disciples, uh, gather up all the fragments so that nothing's wasted. I love this line. What is Jesus saying? Wow, man, even when they ate, they had so much. There's bread and fish all over the place. Clean it up. I don't want to leave it this way. We're not going to waste the blessing. Gather the blessing. So they gathered them up and filled 12 best. Now it's all training. Now each of them has, each of them has a basket. You know what they're thinking? I started off with just what I had in my hand, and now I got a basket. It multiplies when it leaves your hand. That's when it starts to increase. Those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, they said, this is truly the prophet that's come into the world. Well, this is the time of year. I want you to partner with what we're doing. And the reason I, I want to do this is because I believe that there's revelation, there's anointing, there's impartation that's here. It's the rabbinical anointing. And when I take these words by the Spirit and break it and give it away like this, the more that I give away, the more that I get. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to shut my brain off because the more I give away, the more comes in. But for you, the blessing happens when you partner with the partaking. I want you to go to lancewellnow.com forward slash partner and plug in to this revelatory anointing of uh, that which is in the word as I'm giving it to you, you get it, and then you're able to break it and give it to other people. And there's ultimately the increase and the increase and the increase. LanceWalnut.com forward slash partner. And we do have, I and mean, we always have testimonies. We, don't, we should probably be reading them mm -hmm. of what happens with people yeah. that are partnering with this because I got a revelatory gift, but listen, the revelatory gift is what prospers people. You need that revelatory gift so you know what to do.
But there's joy in partnering too. I mean, I think sometimes like when we're on this side, it's like, like I'm going to ask you to partner with me. But like literally, like I love my radio station I listen to and I love to give to them. Like I'm like, I'm so blessed by them. And then they're like, hey, you know, like like the, they call them the married morning couple. It's like Karen and Jeremy in the morning, the married morning show. And, you know, I listen to them every morning and like they always have these little nuggets and stuff. And I just, I love to sew into them, Lance. So it's like, as people are listening, they have a love and ability for you, for Annabelle, for Carl, for me, for the whole team. And so it's like partner with that. God loves a cheerful giver. And so, yes, like we're doing so much next year, Lance. I mean, we're, we are like, when we were at this most recent event, I feel like everybody kept saying to Lance, like, Lance, you're just about to level up. Lance, you're going to the next level. And I was like, Lance, it's almost like you're like tiny Super Mario and you're about to like, boop, 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 and like become big Super Mario. And so like, that's how I see it in my head. But like, you're about to level up into that. And so this is an opportunity for you guys at home to partner with us and everything that's caught God's calling Lance and Annabelle and all of us to do. I mean, we have, we are living in a time where the biblical worldview is under assault and the concept of morality is under assault. And it's like, we have have an inheritance to leave for our children's children, right? And so we need to be thinking about not just my children, but my grandchildren. And I want them to have an economy, a nation that one, they can be proud of, but then two, that they can prosper in. And so as we go into next year, I mean, we're all about saving America. We're all about leading people to Christ and defending the biblical worldview in, in a way that is persuasive. And God, that's what, and Lance, that's what God has gifted you to do. It's like you are the persuasion factor and like, like the signet <clears throat> ring that you have from time to time. It's like you release concepts and words into the atmosphere at key times that, that God just, man, it just goes like wildfire everywhere. So anyways, I'm just saying, be a cheerful giver. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing you're saying because I just was, well, I wasn't complaining to the Lord. You can't complain, but I was letting my, Concern, my, you know, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. And I, yesterday, I had an unusual day. Uh, in the day, I had a, uh, I had someone who is in the family, who I never see, suddenly uh, calling up Annabelle and complaining about me because of my worldview. Because they're watching, there's movies coming out that are attacking me. There's magazines coming out that are attacking me. Then I have some friends of mine that do broadcasts that said, hey, I interviewed one of your critics today and they're really, they're coming against you. It's all over Christian nationalism and saving America and all that. And I'm thinking, that's really weird. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I, I said, you know, there's a pastor, he used to be a friend of mine. And I asked a buddy of mine, I said, hey, you still got his number? Give him a call, I'd like to connect with him. I get a text back and it was, he doesn't want to connect with you. And I said, that's it, Lord. Was that recently? I, I got yesterday. Oh, wow. I got movies attacking me, magazines attacking me, newspapers attacking me, family members attacking me, and a pastor I want to talk to won't even talk to me. I said, I'm sitting there going, what? what's up? And that was what the Lord kind of said to me, oh, that's how you know you're leveling up. That's how you know you're leveling up. Because as you, uh, to him, much is given, much is required. And so when you're spiritually becoming more of an influence, 
you're going to get feedback because your influence is, you're, you're, you're intersecting people's lives. Obviously, these people are bumping into my teaching, my message, or my people. So, but the Lord was kind of like smiling and winking at me. He said, you think increase in favor, increase in authority doesn't come with increase of adversity? Which Bible did I train you out of? And I realized I just had a certain expectation that if it's increased, it's just going to be all blessing. The Lord said, no. Because matter of fact, you remember Jesus, he said they hated him without a cause. Why? Because the favor of the Lord was upon him. And here's the deal. If you've got God's blessing and God's favor, other people will become envious of the influence or blessing you've got. That's one reason why somebody told me yesterday there's this really rich guy. Uh, yeah, a lady told me she has a client. She says he gets his clothes from Goodwill <laughs> because he doesn't want anyone to know how rich he is. So he dresses like he's poor. And I thought, that's really weird. That's, that's what really rich people do, though. It's like, like I used to live down in, like, West Palm Beach, and, you know, on Palm Beach, on Palm Beach, the island, if you are if you have a lot of money, I mean, you're coming in in the white new balances and sweatpants, and, you know, when you're carrying the Gucci and stuff, that's you haven't reached real money yet. Well, I, I just want you to know, the Lord's, if what happens to me happens to you. What ha where I go, you go. So I want you to know the increase is coming. But what did Jesus say? Where does it say that uh, some shall, you know, you shall reap 30, 60, and 100 fold um, in this life and with persecutions? Let me get that. Find out where that verse is. We're going to find it. But, this, but, but while we're there, while Mercedes is looking for it, it's hearing the word that I'm giving right now is step one. Accepting that word is step two. And different people produce different levels. But the, uh, the seed is capable of hundredfold. It's the response of the soil that determines whether it's 30-fold, 60-fold, or 100-fold. Peter began to say to Jesus, we've left everything and followed you. What are we going to get? Jesus said, as surely I say to you, verse 29... I say to you, there's no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time. I'm so glad. Do you know how many people put it? Well, you know, God's retirement plans out of this world, wink, wink, like it's all in heaven. It's not going to be here. Well, guess what? Receiving a hundredfold now in this life, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands. And then he adds this, with persecutions. I guess it's the with persecution. You know what the persecutions are? It's, it's the reaction of people to the blessing of God in your life. The persecution, you don't, you don't have the persecution till you have the increase. And in the age to come, eternal life. I got one more verse I felt the Lord wanted me to drop on you on this idea of supernatural supply. My theme for this month is going to be moving into this new season with supernatural keys to increase, becoming more, to handle more. Having the increase, 
And so like with me yesterday, it was like so shocking. I mean, I, I, it was like almost like a wound in my heart. I said, what's wrong with me, Lord, that, that a friend doesn't want to connect with me at all? I mean, just almost like, like poison. And I had to go to the Word. I mean, I couldn't talk myself out of it. I don't have that thick of skin. This isn't a stranger. This is someone I know. And you know what the Lord gave me? Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. If they kept my word, they'll keep yours also. If they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. In other words, don't take it personal. They're not reacting really to you. They're reacting to the revelation I gave you and to the anointing that's on you. Yeah. And I think too, like they're deceived. You know, I think sometimes it's just the devil lying to people and they're just really confused. So it's, I think that's why we pray for, you know, those who persecute you, pray for your enemies, those types of things. And to think this, he isn't an enemy, whoever this person is, and you want to speak with him, you want to be reconciled. So just leave that door open. But it is very hard. I, I hear what you're saying. I had a friend one time, I said the wrong thing. And I went out of my way to try to be reconciled with her and like brought her, brought her a gift, like tried to call her. And it just, she wouldn't receive it. And it was almost like, to me, it was a little bit of an overreaction, but, um, but yeah, it's very difficult, Lance, when you're like, you can't make it right and you don't have the resolution. I mean, biblically, I don't know what you do there. Well, that, and that's, that's the point, isn't it? You have to, um, you have to first make sure that you don't have retaliation in your heart. And, and I don't. Uh, actually, what was wicked about all that was was hitting me. Media, press, family members, and ministers. All shooting at me out for no reason. I'm just, I mean, they're picking on me. I'm not, I don't even know who they are in some of these cases. But, I, but I'm realizing something. The Lord is saying, when you go up another level, you have to expect that there's going to be um, greater persecution with the blessing. And I, I just want to say that to you because if you can't handle the promotion, then that might be the reason why God holds it back. I want to talk to you about Peter's training with Jesus on partnering with divine provision. Peter, in this verse, is so interesting. Luke chapter 5 um, <clears throat> Luke chapter 5, so it was that when the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes. Interesting, right? So he uses the water as a natural... Um, kind of audio to increase his, his voice, puts a little distance between him and the crowd that would be surrounding him. And he created his own little uh, platform, but he had to borrow Peter's boat for that platform to exist. And so he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, asked him to put out a little from the land. He sat down and taught. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon, of course, who had been out all night and caught nothing, explains to Jesus how that's not really how it works. Nevertheless, if you're telling me to do it at your word, I'll let down the net. 
And when they had pushed out and gone to that lake deeper, they caught a great number of fish, so much so that their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners on the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that both boats started to sink right there in the lake. And Simon Peter saw it. He fell down at Jesus' knees and said, Depart from me, I'm a sinful man, O Lord. And uh, he was astonished. This is an experienced fisherman. Astonished at the catch. And Jesus, uh, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, they were all blown away. And Jesus said to him, don't be afraid. From now on, you're going to catch men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook everything they had and started following Jesus. This is an important concept. Two levels we want to talk about. One, these men that have families are going to be following Jesus. So what most people don't realize is Jesus is going to provide for them the supernatural increase in order to pay for their time away from the fishing business. Because they're going to go on a, they're going to go for a period of time on a two, three and a half years of training with Jesus. Now they're businessmen. This is how they feed their family. So Jesus asks them to give to him. Then Jesus uses their platform as his platform. Then he says, you know, I never take without giving. Let's go out and see a harvest. And they had the boatload of fish that came in. Multiple things are happening. One is Jesus is funding and underwriting the ministry they're about to have, but they didn't have the harvest till they made the platform available. I'm going to suggest to you, some of you have a business. I don't know if you ever thought about this. Have you ever thought about giving a percentage from the platform, the business, the boat that you've got, so that you can uh, lend it to the Lord and let the Lord repay you for that? A lot of people just focus on their own income. They don't look at the other kinds of incomes that they have. They don't realize there's different ways. There's first fruits offerings. People sell a property. They make an increase. Take a percentage of that and let that be your fishing boat platform that you sow to the Lord. And you could do that uh, with this ministry partnering with us as we're teaching the word. I had to, uh, I had to say no to a television uh, proposal just because I didn't want to tax our resources. And I really felt like the Lord said, if you would talk to your people, there are people out there that you're ministering to that will partner with you. And that partnership is going to take you beyond what you've got on hand. So I'm coming to you and say, let's partner together. And uh, let's make this uh, a year when you could partner with this message, the word of God, the anointing. I can partner with you, release what God gives me. And together we're going to see the Lord give us the multiplication. Go to lancewalnut.com forward slash partner and make that happen. Mercedes? I'm just a big believer in making the need known. And so when you're talking about that, I mean, going into next year, one of the things that I really believe God's asking us to do is to expand all of the different networks and stations you're on. So we're on Daystar right now, which is great, but we're on at 1 a.m. 
and not, you know, I love the midnight watch crew, but it would be nice to be maybe around like 8 PM. And so that, that was quite a chunk of change. And I, I'm like, I almost want to say it was like $200,000 to move uh, to primetime, but that's not the only network we want to be on. I mean, there's a real cost to putting on programming like this. And, you know, I'd love to see you on Sunday mornings, Lance, like on in the Dallas affiliate. You know, why don't we just go on a Fox station? Why don't we go down into, you know, Houston or Oklahoma or some of these swing states? We've got to get our programming there. And there is a real cost to those things. And it's not a small amount of money. It's like ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month per station, per city. So I'm telling you the numbers because I'm the numbers person on the team. And some of you, like Lance is saying, like you can be extravagant givers. So I'm making the extravagant need known that this is what we're looking for. And you're right. There are people who have businesses. I mean, I know of two. So the last guy I was working with that I ran operations for, he gave a tithe out of his business, abundantly blessed. The only other person I know that does that is an extravagant giver to us. And the way he structured his company is when he and his partner take a distribution, his, he, he has a third person that gets a distribution and it's a ministry fund. And so I'm just letting you know that if you're business owners, you need to be thinking this way because not only do you want your personal finances blessed, but you want your business blessed as well. So anyway, it's just kind of flushing it out for everybody. Amen. Mm -hmm. Make your, give your platform to Jesus and make and partner with him and, and cause your boat to be something which Jesus can use for the gospel to go out. And now your boat suddenly gets connected to his covenant promise of divine provision, divine protection. And I can't believe we've, we've already run out of time. Uh, but, uh, you know, Andrew Womack was the one who called me up one day and he said, you teach great. I love what you teach. He's by watching you and you teach you a whole lot of things that, you know, that like with Seven Mountains, he says, different than what I do, but I like it. He said, the only thing I'll tell you, and he corrected me, he said, I do not hear you teaching on giving and receiving. He said, and you're robbing the people of a part of the revelation because you don't go there. And I thought, well, wait a second. I don't want to do that. I'll tell you what a great man he is. Somehow he was watching the program and I just started teaching a little bit and people called me up and said, hey, we just got a check from Andrew Womack. He himself responded to the teaching on, uh, on giving because he saw that I was taking his advice seriously. And I'm giving you this advice now. This is a year when you don't look at what you have, you look at what God's called you to do, and then you take what you have and partner with God and watch God give you the increase to do what you're called to do. LanceWallet.com forward slash partner. And I look forward to this new season of supernatural increase because God is giving us the keys to increase because there's more in 24 than you've ever had before. See you tomorrow. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.